I'll stand by passengers, see me at the podium, your seat is empty. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. I'm Monique. I'm Tyler. I'm Lara. And this week we have Tina on with us again. She's going to be just joining us since you were with us, so I appreciate that. It's great to be here. And in the States, it's election day today, so we're going to share our political... No, we are not. No, no we're not. not. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, but uh, joking. I think that's the only thing that Monique and I don't agree on. No, there's other stuff. Probably. And I don't think there's other stuff. Oh, there's lots of stuff. She won't say it to your face, but there's stuff. What? What do you mean? I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Nothing. No, I don't think so. I don't. No, Monique actually did say she's been nicer to flight attendants. Do you want to tell that? Or do you want to not make that public? I don't know. I, I don't know if I told you or not, but I, no. I've decided my approach to flight attendants, I'm going to be nicer to them. She and talks slower to them so they understand her. That's how you kind of have to. <laughs> no, I just said it's so... I don't know if it's different, but in Phoenix, we have, they call them like the briefing cards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've decided instead of just, because I used to write in our little briefing, flight attendant has depends, (laughs) the way I was, (laughs) I was approaching it because I thought it was funny, but I've approached a little differently recently. I've actually gone to him and said like, Hey, my name's Monique. I'm going to be the one helping you today. And then I've, then I've kind of gone through the briefing with them, letting them know, like, here's a phone number you can reach me at. If you need anything, here's how many wheelchairs, that kind of stuff, da, da, da. And they've been su- super nice now. Like, uh-huh. we actually have, like, a little bit of a rapport. Like, I found that they've been very friendly. And so I was like, actually, it's interesting. If you're nice to them, they're, they're nice back. What a concept. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but we nice, should be nice. And we should be nice first. Nicely. Well, we walk most up. of us are. Most of us are. Some of us are not. Like Dave. Like my husband, Dave. <laughs> no, he's no. really good. He's good. He's good. That's my new thing at work because I'm nice to flight attendants. And it's working. It is, actually. <laughs> wow. No one's called me yet, though. I'm still waiting for that phone call up. Well, and I've also been giving them catering's number. So oh, that's that, smart. So they don't have to call me. I go, I've also included catering's number, so you can just give them a call directly. Perfect. That's a good concept. So all of us are from Phoenix. I've been here 15 years. How long have you been in Phoenix, Monique? I think eight now. Eight. And you guys are both, Laura and Tina. Oh, well, Tina's 39. been here one more year than I have. Are you 38? I'm at 38. God. I said, but you're please. you're Can from you Arizona originally, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, born and raised. So, so we, oh, we, born and raised, not me, but, okay. but Almost. close. Almost. I've been here many years. And what's, what's funny is this time of year is I start seeing everyone kind of dreading the the winter coming. And then, like on social media and things, and for us, it's just like, oh, Woo-hoo! we're so excited. Even our friend Drew from Next Trip, he talked about going to Chicago recently because he's an op manager, and so they send him to learn, make sure they're doing all things. But for us, it's like, oh, finally, it's nice outside. It's we don't get to go swimming anymore, but it's at work. I can sit outside and not bake. I can just sit outside. I'd prefer to be outside in in our break rooms now, where all yeah. summer you kind of like I need to get out of the heat for a bit. But it's just kind of funny how. And it's the opposite in the spring, too, where everyone's like, can't wait for the summer to come. And I'm like, don't. Like, slow yeah, down. No. We're getting too close. Oh, no. I still look forward to the summer. 
and getting in your hot car and like no i look forward to being able to lay out in the pool actually i was looking at my phone the other day and i said oh uvs are only going to be six today because she's married now so she's a pool yeah so i was like i can't lay out by the pool i said i could but it's not going to do any good (laughs) (laughs) but it's kind of interesting how in phoenix it's so different yeah the rest of the country right but for flight attendants when it gets cooler passengers bring their coats yeah, then that's a little hard hanging them up. Or. Because we don't have a closet in a lot of our planes. Uh-huh. Or. Or they just throw them in the bin and now no one, oh, there's no room for no luggage. Room for luggage. Yeah. That's what I was, I remember when I first moved out, I don't know if I do it too much anymore, but we do, Monique and I, we fly to Salt Lake a lot. Yeah. And it's the time of weather. Like right now it's like 75, 80 degrees here. And then, so I'd be in my shorts and t-shirt. I'd land in Salt Lake and walk outside. And it would be freezing. Yeah, it's like thirty degrees. Twenty. Do you, do degrees. you have even done that before? Yeah. Where you just forget, like you're like, because it's so nice here. And the opposite, I guess, in the other way is you'll be up there and you'll be in like a sweatshirt and pants, and and then all of a sudden you'll land in Phoenix and walk your car and it's a hundred degrees and you're like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> Whoops. Or you, you land and you just start stripping. You just start taking off your layers because you know, as soon as you get off that plane, it's going to get hot. Have you guys ever had that where you kind of get somewhere and you kind of forget? Where you're going. I mean, you're going to Hawaii. It's similar to here, but where you kind of forget. Well, and even packing, I think, sometimes is hard when it's, you know, 110 here, but you're going somewhere where you need a jacket or a coat. It's like, oh, do I really need to put this in? I yeah. know. You can't imagine, but. Yeah. I, I bought a sweatshirt in San Francisco. Well, I'm like, well, I, I don't want to I don't want to take a sweatshirt back to Phoenix with me because I'm never going to wear it here, but it was so cold there. And if you forget when it's. 110 here it could be 65 in right. san francisco and it's and we all know though when passengers board the plane in those cold destinations and they're wearing a shirt that says san francisco yeah. <laughs> they got it at walgreens <laughs> something to get them by well usually we text our dad and we're like please bring our winter coats to the airport with you yeah so they're waiting in the truck for us okay so lucky me our friend justin yarborough that has been on the he and his wife jennifer have been on our program through my association with him, we were asked, Dave and I were asked to crew the Wings for Autism flight, which we say flight because it's loosely. So it's it's Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport has teamed to help parents with autistic children navigate the airport. So it's a fake flight, that, so, but they bring their children so they can see what it's like to check in. So we actually have a check-in counter and, I, and we were at the counter passing out wings while they were checking in and then they go through security which is always very challenging just for us can you imagine if you had autism yeah so and then they go down to the gate and we had spin the wheel for them and they had like big planes everywhere you know big fake planes for them and food and snacks and then they boarded the flight and we and there was so many of us there were seven flight attendants by the you know they texted me and they said we're short two flight attendants can you and dave come and we're like yeah now they ended up with seven and then the chief pilot was the captain and another and she got a first officer so it was it was fun and then so they board all the passengers and so and they all had bags a lot of them had little roller boards that's so cute it was so cute were they really going somewhere no we we taxied around the airport so we got everybody on so we had to have our tablets and everything so they got on board and we buckled them all up we did the safety demo we did everything like it was a flight and then we just taxied around the airport for a little bit and then brought them back so it's like oh. a regular flight. Uh-huh. And Perfect. one yeah, one mom was crying. Oh. And the kid goes, my mom's crying. I go, well, that makes me cry too. But the kids did good? The kids did really well. There good. were two kids that couldn't board. They just couldn't do it. Okay. So when we got back and everybody got off, then they could board. And the mom said, this is wonderful because now I know my child needs to board first. Because once he was on board, we all sat around him and he was fine. So he just needs to board without anybody there. So this is this was a great learning thing for them. So that was fun. 
That's pretty cool. So before I moved to Arizona, I actually worked with two ladies that had autism. And I remember we talked about going to Disney World with them or Disneyland or something like that, because that would have just been like amazing with them. They would have loved it. But it was the idea of either riding in a car for 12 hours to Disneyland or getting on a plane with them would have just, we couldn't figure out the logistics of how they could have handled it. So like being able to try to do like a dry run of doing the airport with them would have been kind of cool to be able to see yeah. how they handled it and something like that. Yeah. So I love that. That's a really neat thing. Did you yeah. do service, give them drinks? And- well, I want, well, we all wanted to, but they had um, a little, when we got back, they had drinks for them, okay. drinks and snacks for them up at front, up top. And then, like I said, they were spinning a wheel and getting prizes and they all got a little goodie bag and they all wore a t-shirt. We all, we gave them t-shirts that said wings for autism. Very cool. That's cool. Yeah. That was kind of fun. They always do other stuff like that. We talked about uh, the honor flights, was it? Remember we yeah. a while ago? Have you done one of those work? Either of you? I have not. I haven't. That'd be fun to do. Very, it would be. Be able to be part of that. Well, that's actually like a trip, right? Do they pay it them, is like, a trip. Did they pay them to work? At that? No, those are all volunteers. volunteers. So that, all that time for days, because it's not just a, like a one way. Right? It's days you're there. And- it's days. And then, you you know, um, that affects your flying before and after too. So it's not like you can come right back from that and then work your own personal trip to get paid. Uh-huh. So you have to have that. You know, minimum rest. Oh, yeah. So it's it's okay. it's a sacrifice to do those. I mean, a happy one, but it is. Yeah. Wait, that's you wanted to do the once it was it. Oh, I wanted to do the Afghan a- Afghanistan. Is that volunteer? Was that paid? That was all. No, that was that paid. was paid. That was paid. Yeah. That was paid. But still, like to go over and help those refugees come back would have mm-hmm. been quite the thing for you. I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. Have you had uh, people on flights that you've had that had issues like during the flight, autistic people or different disabilities that you know that you maybe wouldn't have been nice if they would? Well, you know, if they're sensory, if they have sensory issues, they wear headphones. Okay. So when they get on board the, with the headphone, you kind of know. I did have a young man with that, St. Bernard. It was a St. Bernard. Oh, wow. Dang. Yeah. And so I, I had one open seat. So I moved the guy that was sitting next to the St. Bernard to the one open seat. So the St. Bernard had... More, more room because that was a rather large. That's a very large service yes. dog. For a service dog. And that was for autism. He needed to stroke the dog. Huh. Did they take it on the seat up? He was actually on the seat. He's not supposed to be on the seat. Oh. But he was just too big. That's yeah, that's it. big. Yeah. And the funny thing is I went over to the flight deck and I said to the captain, and it was Captain, it was Roger Piper. Yeah. Such yeah. a nice man. And I went up there and I said, hey, we've got this Simperdar back there. I'm not quite sure what to do with it and all this. He goes, well, just do this and this. And he's like, I don't understand what the issue is. Why are you up here? And I go, well, because, you know, and he's like, no. So anyway, so I was up there with him saying goodbye to everybody when the kid came off with his St. Bernard and he goes, what is that? I go, that's a St. Bernard. I told you. I told you. <laughs> he had no idea. <laughs> he didn't know what a St. Bernard was. <laughs> it's Beethoven. Hello. Yeah. That's a big dog. Oh. Well, that's it. I feel like there's families that travel with kids with special needs that don't tell us a lot of times. And then they get frustrated with us sometimes when they have issues. And sometimes like, if you would communicate with us that you have special needs or your needs that you have, like we would be able to assist you better or try to help you out more. But sometimes I feel like, I don't know if they're embarrassed or they don't know that they can have a little extra time getting on or things like that. That And they may think just because it's in their PNR that you know. But if you're not checking them in, how would you even know that yeah so sometimes that's it i wish families would just like yeah don't worry about the stigma like just come talk to us like have a conversation with us just say hey you know we're traveling with our our kid you know we need a little extra time he's got sensory issues you know whatever like we're gonna let you and have- we need to, we need to board first yeah. i mean you'd be happy to board them first yeah let them go in get settled for sure and the good news is you're being nice now yeah so i'm all about this <laughs> <laughs> 
So we have the holidays coming up in the States, our Thanksgiving, which is a big holiday for us. You guys traveling anywhere? I know before we started, you said, because the last show, you said you're going to Auckland. Yes. That's over Thanksgiving? Yes. So I leave here the 21st and come home the 25th. And then the next day you're going to London? Yes, the next day I'm going to London. So I'll stay in Dallas with my sister that night and then go to London. Is that going to be hard? Like. Time zone. I don't know. Oh my god! I haven't gosh. done it yet. Because Laura be did fun. London and then Honolulu, and she was a zombie. I was. So that'll be. Yeah, it it might be. I don't. You know, although when I don't have to commute home, that's a difference too. Because I may I get a better night's sleep and a longer sleep. Yeah. Hopefully, after both of those, you can have a couple of days to. Yeah. Wanna, no, wanna then we're gonna open. come home and then go to New York. <laughs> <laughs> For fun, though. Yes, for fun. Well, if row 23 is open. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I can just lay down there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what fly, that's the flight attendant lay down row. Uh, no, uh, that's a Phoenix thing. She's Dallas based. Oh, that's oh, right. That's right. <laughs> Too bad. You, on those no, long- some of our people just end up, if there's an empty seat in first class, I had a gal that like sat up there. Oh, with what are you doing? What? She did. Maybe you're a little more hidden, though, in first class. Kind no? of. Kind or of business class, class, I guess. Was it business class or first first? <laughs> Not for first, just business. <laughs> how how long is that flight to Dallas to Auckland? Is that like? I think it's sixteen hours. So something do you, like will that. Will you get a longer? Ching. I'll get a longer break, which also makes a difference because some of our breaks are only like an hour and a half. If it's not at least two, usually I don't sleep anyway okay. most of the time. But every once in a while, it's kind of like well, Brittany when she did the Santiago to London, and she had like oh, yeah. a five or six hour break. In the middle, because it was such a long flight. Right. Yeah. Which is so that's even- what I'm thinking it might be. Because let's see. Oh, only 15 hours. Only 15. Sorry. You guys 15. only get like an hour break? No, we get more than that. Okay. Because, like, yeah, so when you guys do get to nap in the bunks, how long is it normally? Well, from Phoenix to London, it's about uh, an hour 55. Sometimes two, depending on the load, passenger load. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, though, because by the time you actually go in, get like situated. Oh, man, we're pros at that. I can be asleep in two minutes. Can you? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not so good at it sometimes. Depends. And then, you know, well, that, okay. So if I get a longer break, my problem's going to have to probably be getting up and having to go to the bathroom or something stupid. Yeah, because it'll be a longer break. There's a little rule in Phoenix that if you get up, of course, it's only a two-hour break. But if you get up to go to the bathroom, you don't come back. Oh. Because everybody here, you can hear people coming in and out. Of the bunk area. Yeah. But if it's a six-hour break, you gotta you have to pee. Oh, well. Huh? I know. Oh, well. Oh, I well. have to deal. So both of us have talked about we're going to try to go to Salt Lake for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's the plan. As, how have you guys had? Have you tried try to not have around Thanksgiving in the past? Have you had it's success? It's pretty hard. You but, know what, though? It, it, but on Thanksgiving Day, Dave and I went to Boise, Idaho. Or even, I think the day <laughs> after Thanksgiving is a good one, too. Oh, yeah. The, either that day or the day after. When Thursday. When we went last here to New York when, you yeah. know, my purse thing. We ended up actually going a few days early because the loads started getting crazy. Yeah. So I think we went the day after Thanksgiving, I think. There you go. That's why I think we always come That's back on the one. Friday. Yeah. Because yeah. I know Saturday is usually not as bad, but the Sundays. Sunday, forget Everyone wants it. to go, yeah, the day before and then Sunday. So I think we've had success doing that and then going 
as soon as you can get there. I think we even went Monday or Tuesday and then worked. Like Katie, my wife has worked from up there when she can. And oh, that's good. Part, now we have kids in school. It makes a whole other level of getting oh, kids out of school. But are you doing anything this year for Thanksgiving? Or No, I'm, I'm cooking here at home. home. I'm staying at home. But uh, I, I think I've had success on Thanksgiving, though, as long as you kind of know when to do it. Right. Yeah. And you're just like normal, Nana is able to be flexible a little bit. Well, because most people want to be there already Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. So Thanksgiving Day is not terrible. Not if you terrible. can, yeah. It's kind of like Christmas, too. Like people don't Same like thing. to travel on Christmas, right. but if you're willing to get up and. I don't know, actually. Christmas, people travel because they all have their, like, they open up their Christmas morning Disney trips and they're wanting to fly already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you that my daughter, Erin, will be non-revving home from Phoenix to Richmond on Christmas Day. So she's going to buy a ticket. She's leaving. Yeah, she's going to buy a ticket here. Christmas Day. And then she's going to non-rev home. Oh. Yeah, because she was kind of upset last week when she, or last, the last time she came because she could have non-revved. There's seats open. Yeah. Oh, Oh. she scouts that out. Because it was full? It wasn't. So she could have non-revved, but she bought a ticket. Oh, she bought a ticket. She always gets the 20% discount tickets. Yeah. She's my registered companion. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Smart. And then you just have these seats open next to you and you That's training. So our line is talking about doing away with the first first class. We first, talked first. about a lot when you first, get pajamas. First. So you've worked that a bunch to, to London. To London from Dallas. We fly that airplane. Does it surprise you they're going to get rid of it? Yes and no. I mean. Because you said it's often a lot of non-revs. Often it is non-revs that are up there. And it's kind of, but I don't know how many seats they're going to have in place of. Eight up there are they? How many are they going to add? That's going to be like right now on that plane. We have fifty-two business class Already, seats yeah. and only three flight attendants working that, which is crazy. So hopefully they'll at least put another flight attendant back on if we're going to have sixty-five or so business class seats. Yeah, isn't it going to be something like that? Well, if, if there, how many do the first class now? Eight. How many flight attendants work it? Two. So if they put those two with the three, would that make? Well, it actually, it's the purser and then the galley person. And the purser is supposed to come and work a uh, business class. Okay. But, you know, that makes it. It's first class. They should really have the best service they can have. And with just one person, maybe that isn't the easiest. I don't know. Especially but. when that one person is divided between first class and business class. Right. Do you remember the time, was it last, almost a year ago now, you went to LA 12 hours in advance to get those seats, right? Oh, yeah. You said they're all day long. I and then And then they didn't get them. Drew and I. <gasps> Drew and I went. Because so you would get a better through from there? Is that what you Yeah, did? well, we checked in. We went on the first flight from Phoenix to LA. So now we were already checked in for the, the afternoon oh, the flight afternoon. to London. I get it. And Phoenix at the time was not having a flight from Phoenix to London. Right. So... That was, and I said, "Don't do it." Don't. No, you your, said, "Do it." I, I said, "Don't." Waste your and time you didn't there get business day. class like, anyway. We did get business class, business. but we didn't get first first. Oh, we were trying first, to get first first because you want to get those pajamas. Yeah, but we stayed. Know. We stayed in the club all day. We we actually club the club's pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> but still, yeah, but we did that to get first first, which we didn't get. So Dang. is that on your bucket list to do it before they get rid of it? Um, no, oh. not really. No. No. Yeah, me either. But I do want to get business. Oh, yeah. We love business. I think I'm getting business on my deadhead to London, so only I'm going to do Phoenix. She gets to deadhead to London. That means she's getting paid for it, but she has to sit as a passenger. Gotta love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Unless you're yeah. an honor of and you see those, and you're like, why are people deadheading? Yeah. I know. Right. Those employees, then you know we're going to- Get mad at you if they're trying to why commute. They- Can you enjoy an adult beverage when you're deadheading? No, nope. you're not supposed to. No. Dang it. 
because you know. could possibly be used for work. Because you're a working crew member, well, even yeah, though you're not true. working. Yeah. Okay. You're considered a working crew member, which is why you're getting paid. So yeah, darn. Yeah. <laughs> so today we saw that there was a flight going from London to Chicago on airline and it had to divert to Reykjavik because we saw that I think that was to have a baby on board. And that's like your dream, isn't that's it? That's my dream. To deliver a baby. Yeah, because I've done everything else. I just want to deliver a baby. That could be pretty cool. The other day at the gym, I was in bar class and this pregnant woman was right next to me, this pregnant girl. And I said, don't worry, if you go into labor, I am right here. I have my tablet. Just what to do. (laughs) Just what to do. So what do you do? If someone starts going into labor, what's Oh, I would open up my tablet. (laughs) 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 And look it up. That'd be so stressful. I think, you know what? You know, I say I want to do it, but boy, if it really did happen, I'd be panicky. So a little bit. one of the flight attendants is looking at everyone to come on board, right? Uh-huh. Is there something you look for? As someone comes on pregnant, there's something you, I mean, do you have the judgment to say, like, you're not flying with us if someone's too pregnant? No, because what if you make the mistake of saying that and they're not pregnant? Yep. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because that could happen. That could happen. Oh, honey, you're too far along. I'm not pregnant. I knew that. <laughs> I was just testing you. Testing. Because if someone's too drunk, you won't let them on. Right. But it seems like if someone's too pregnant, then they... they well, you, don't, you can't tell. Yeah. That's and you sticky. maybe couldn't tell. And, it, and I just wonder, I'd love to be able to talk to that person and say, like, was this a surprise or why are you flying? I yeah. mean, most doctors wouldn't allow you to. No. That's what I would think most of the time. It probably is, like, not a maybe expected... Something. Yeah. But then that's a little scary because that yeah. could be a more difficult delivery, delivery. or or premier. Yeah, that would Breach be or something too. terrible. Yeah, I know with my my first with Jake, my wife was she was far along but not close to birth, and so we were doing like the last few trips, and she was struggling like walking, so she wanted me to push her in a wheelchair, and I said I don't want to push you up as a pregnant lady because they're not going to let you on. But I didn't know who would be stopping it. And so my, I said, can you just like walk the last few steps on to the plane? Like, so it's not like, cause I didn't know like what the policies would be or what, cause it seems like if someone's like, and we don't know how anything of this story, like was this person close or was it like a, yeah, a last minute thing? I get something, a preemie thing. I, I, I was thinking about all kinds of stuff. So they had the baby, assuming they had the baby in Iceland, right? Uh-huh. What do they do with the, the passport of that baby now? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. And then you had another thing. Okay, so now there's three people instead of two. For like the, the sold the on board. The mom and the dad and the... Uh-huh. Yeah, like oh, eight yeah. is wrong. Uh-huh. That's why I, our friend Nicole is the one that was supposed to meet the flight. And so we're kind of... In Chicago. But yeah, in Chicago back and forth. And, and she's like, what do I say? Because it's going to be more. And I said, well, they're not going to bring the... They're not going to divert with the baby and then take the baby with them all the way home. They're going to go to a hospital. And get checked out. Yeah, they're going to... So did they stay in Iceland or did they get off? I'm, I'm the sure family. they got off if they had a baby. Like if they would have had to divert, they wouldn't have yeah. took them on. And then who pays for that? That's what you were saying. That was the other thing. Oh, that's I was, right. I was yeah. wondering is like, so now they're in a country that we don't fly to. And so they're going to yeah, have to find Yeah, how are they going to get home? Yeah. And, and also like now that I've had kids, I know when you go to the hospital, you take the new car seat, you need the baby right, bag. they didn't have They anything. don't have any of that because they were going to have a baby on the flight. All of a sudden they're in another country. That'd be so crazy. That is crazy. I mean, it's crazy enough having a baby alone but having a baby like in another country in another country and not being at home yeah. can, can you imagine wrapping up that baby in a, a one of our blankets one of our passenger blankets <gasps> i would hope it'd be Ew. one of the first class ones they're a little nicer oh i had a guy the oh, other day true. when in, he was in the back of the of my flight from london to phoenix and i went back there to pick up trash and he had taken off his pants and he just had his, the blanket around him what and so he had his underwear it was i could see the underwear 
the blanket was pulled attendant? down. No, a passenger oh. was sitting in his seat with the blanket. Oh, I get it. The blanket was kind of draped down, and all of it, I could see his underwear. What cabin was this? It was the very last cabin. Okay. What, what so he, he took his pants off. He took his pants off to be more comfortable. I or guess cooler. I guess it was cooler. I could see, and then I could see his hairy leg on the other side of the blanket. I'm like, oh my god! So then I went back and told everybody, go look at the guy in 37. Can you H. do that? No, I don't know. But so everybody ran up to take a look at him. Did he have his own row? No, he was. No, but we were full. So someone was like right next. Yes, to him. and I don't know if he went into the lab and took off his pants and, and then put the blanket around him. Put the blanket around, blanket him. around him. Yeah. Came out. like a sorry or something. It wasn't ew. Oh my god, it was so weird. Because I did that yeah. for a second. Remember I talked about that? and then <laughs> blue. I do remember. But that. I, was, <laughs> I do it during my break. But I was in the <laughs> I, I was in their throne seat in the bunks. Yeah, I was in the. Like, he the was throne, in the. So there was, he was no in one first class on JetBlue. On JetBlue and did it. So there was like they have a door that closes, and I didn't like. Okay, well, we I would do him, that. We gave him so much grief for that, Tyler. <laughs> but so, I but I couldn't know. imagine doing it with like people next to you. Like no. you're already tied enough with a, a middle think, person. But you can be like they have those hairy legs. <laughs> Maybe he had an accident. Oh, he could <gasps> now. Okay, oh, make me feel bad. Okay, That's well, still weird though. Like if your kid threw up on your pants and like was just covered, and you had to fly back from London. Did and, he have a kid with him? No. Okay, that's out. <laughs> that's out anyway but can you imagine taking a baby and wrapping the baby in that blanket ew well now for being mean to passengers do you want to hear mine about a pregnant lady <laughs> we're talking about pregnant <laughs> ladies so i was boarding once and we have like our priority lane and then our like our regular lane right mm-hmm. and this pregnant lady comes up real fast through the priority lane and we're on like the regular like group six or seven at this point and so i go oh do you need like extra time or priority and she goes i'm pregnant and I was like, do you need extra time or like assistance? And she was like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, so do you need like extra time? And, she, and she's like, yes. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, no, she doesn't. But whatever. At this point, I'm like, not going to argue with her. And she goes, and these guys are with me. And so she brought like three grown men with her through the party lane to board. I was like, whatever. She's the only person that's ever been pregnant. Yeah. that's Uh And she wasn't even that pregnant. Like You could tell, but she wasn't like, she wasn't waddling. She wasn't huge. Oh, gosh. But I was just like, yeah. Yeah, she gets on board and she says to me, I'm pregnant. Can I have a bottle of water? (laughs) Can't you just see that? Yeah. Yeah. I think that like on Southwest, if you're. Because with the kids, you can go on earlier, but it's like two parents for the kids. So you can be like, we'll break up and have like break kids cup so we can have more adults to go with the same amount of <laughs> kids. split your kids up. <laughs> was that Sam we had on? He's like. Oh, it was Sam. Talking about, can I be with your kid or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam, can I borrow your child? <laughs> yeah. But you know, what, what, you know what he does on Southwest is he sits there and he, and he, and he says it, he picks the person he wants to sit next to. So if it's like a pretty girl, he'll say, hey, do you want to sit here? Mm-hmm. Or like they're real small. Yeah, yeah. he'll recruit right. people to sit next. He'll to recruit. Them. Yeah, right. Pretty smart. Should we break the news about the the merger? Yes, we should. What merger? It is breaking news. <laughs> it's so, breaking news. So this isn't breaking news. This is old news, but we haven't talked about it yet. So JetBlue and Spirit are merging. They went through the whole dating game between Frontier and Spirit, and then JetBlue came in and took it over. So and let's talk because Mo got to fly Spirit, and you got to fly JetBlue. Yeah, if you. Flown JetBlue, but I've flown JetBlue, but not Spirit. Okay. Yeah, I've not done JetBlue. I've done Spirit though. And what have you flown? Neither one. But I flew Ryanair. You did fly Ryanair. <laughs> it's the same thing. Spirit. Ryan is very similar. I think the Spirit. I, that I loved JetBlue. Yeah. Oh, did you? From New York, I did. Well, did you have the mint big service? Big surprise. <laughs> yeah, big surprise. New York. I can't remember because it it's been so long. Well, Tyler got mint. mint. I would like to try mint. Yeah, it's nice. Planning on merging. We're not breaking any news, but let's talk about. 
because all of us have been through murders, some of us multiple murders. So what should they expect or what kind of experiences did we have with our with our murders that we went through? Because Monique, you were in reservations, right? Yeah. And I was on the ramp, which isn't a big deal, but there still was things that changed. So do you want to share your opinions or your thoughts on them? Yeah. So we were American West Airlines and then mm-hmm. we merged. Merged. And it was a totally different culture, the airline we merged with compared to America West. And that was, yeah. I thought that was difficult. It was. But we went from time of check-in to seniority. Yeah, we did, well, which what, we liked. Tell tell how we first felt about that. It was funny because at first we were just, oh, seniority, we'll never get on planes again. We were pretty senior, but whatever. You know, I, that, that's just, oh, I don't know. We, we were all against it. it. Everybody was against it until we tried it. And then it was kind of like, oh, this is kind of easier to plan and don't have to get on the very first flight just in case so you can be rolled over. So you have that earlier check-in. Yeah, the beautiful thing about that particular merge is it took them seven years to straight straighten everything out. That just shows you the difference of the two cultures. It took seven years before they were allowed to come to Phoenix and work out of Phoenix. And then when they came, they bumped us. Wow. Oh, yeah. Remember it that? Took that? It took seven years. It took seven years. It was like a seven-year well, they had to learn monitor and challenge, so you know that yeah. was good. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what with the the merger, the recent one we just went through, we just barely got a contract. It took seven years to get. So I know other airlines, other groups got a lot quicker, but ours was yours was seven years also. Yeah, seven wow. years recently. So it took a long time. Ours was pretty quick. Oh yeah, ours Flight was time. my work group so easy. So how was the merger at reservation? I heard with the one with America West and. U.S. Airways was really hard through reservations. I heard it was, that was a mess. But I think they really worked out the kinks coming over with, they are with, the, the, yeah, or with the new yeah with the new merger. It was pretty seamless. They had work groups already set up in place to sit and work the new tickets over and everything like that. So it really wasn't that big a deal. So I, I think both of the, the mergers that all of them we went through, the airlines were more of a merger. And I think this one, the Spirit and JetBlue, is going to be more of a takeover. JetBlue's just going to take over. They're just buying them for planes. and mm. So it'll be interesting to see what JetBlue turns into. I think if I'm a Spirit employee, I'm pumped. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, holy crap, I can get like mint now? Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Get I'd those. be like, when do I get JetBlue benefits? Like, I want I want to go on their planes. Yeah, JetBlue flies to Europe. Oh, do they? Yeah, they fly to London. I didn't and know that. And they just put in for some new routes, too, to Europe. Didn't they? And they're getting- Out of New York? Mm-hmm. They're getting the, the 320 XLR, which is the long range. So they're planning on going to Europe a lot. So yeah. it's a single aisle airplane, but ugh. well, Spirit does a lot of like Caribbean though, don't they too? They do, yeah. So I mean, like they have some, but I just feel like quality of service and like it's very different. Yeah, yeah. they're different kind of businesses. They do. I think the biggest winner, this is my opinion, so no one may care, is going to be Frontier because now they don't have to compete with Spirit. They're the only big low cost carrier. They're going to get big, I think. Like Even ultra low, like yeah, yeah, they're like, just low, like oh, they're that, ultra yeah. low. Yeah, but in mm-hmm. Phoenix, they're going to grow a base with flight attendants and pilots. I mean, they're going to get big fast because they're not they're not competing with anyone. What's Did you know that? that they're having a base in Phoenix? Frontier is. Oh, but uh, no, that it'll be interesting to see what happens with that merger. Yeah, it will be. What so, did uh, Brett Snyder say? So, I have to laugh. Brett Snyder was a guest on our program, and he writes the Cranky Flyer. He's kind of a big wig. Anyway, <laughs> he says, he, I was reading it to my husband today. It's a, and he, this is his quote. To ease the transition for customers, Spirit will begin offering mints on board most flights, but will do so at the price of $3.99 per mint plus $1.99 mint delivery fee. And JetBlue has renamed the final row of each of its aircraft, the small seats in the back, as a nod to Spirit's big front seats. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
<laughs> charging for little things. That's oh very spirit. He's so funny. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. I, I, the other thing they had to deal with, and I think we, we may have saw this with ours mergers that we went through, is the government has to approve it. Right. And so that's going to be interesting to see what they have to give up, because right. I know we had to give up a lot for our mergers. I'm not sure that you, your first merger. Well, and then a lot of, for us too, I think some of the harder things were different um, emergency commands and different things like that, all of those kind of things. And you were in the training changed. department then, yeah. so you got to see it. Yeah, and that was... that. I, that's hard for everybody. Yeah, a lot of little different things. I, I right. remember even big differences and yeah. Like it, for us, for the airline before, the new hires were in yellow vests, we were in orange vests. But to merge, then we had to decide so the whole company was going to be on the same because the FAA made you say it doesn't matter what color it was, but you had to say this what what meant this and little things like that, like different hand signals that we had to be on the same signal for right. same sign for, for both airlines. Makes so sense. a lot of little yeah. different things that, yeah, they'll have to go through, but had different slots left to give up, but different things are just to make sure they're, well, this is uh, it's been fun and uh, talking about a few things. So we really appreciate everyone that reaches out to us. I know that we, I, we get to kind of go back and forth with a lot of people on Instagram and on Twitter. So if you're on there, write us, let us know. It's always fun to hear where people are at and what you think about the shows. And it's people uh, tell us like after we had the seniority one back, back someone said, Here, here's my opinion afterwards. So it's fun to kind of, oh, you're actually listening and what your thoughts are to kind of go with what we're talking about. So yeah, we're always interested in somebody else's opinion. Yeah. And people that may not even work for the airlines we get a handful of people that listen and uh, let us know like we had that before the, the dennis in alabama and, um, there's just people all over there and aaron in los angeles remember who listens up but we appreciate it so write us and say hello if it's on instagram or twitter or our email but uh we appreciate it so thanks for listening and uh, Thank you. Uh, we'll see you next week bye this has been non-rev lounge this episode was sponsored by staff traveler which is the number one app to get your non-rev loads It is used by over 400,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non-rev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash non-rev lounge. Can you think of anything, Mo? I don't think so. And the the airline we merged with, they had to be nice to passengers. That was kind of hard for them. Mm Mm-hmm. The first first one we merged with. (laughs) We're still working on it. (laughs) Yes, we are. When is getting it, though? (laughs) The last two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) She's in her trial stage or probationary (laughs) stage. I hope you make it. So far, so good.